Do any of us have control? No. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> I saw um, American Horror Story Apocalypse. I don't think any of us have control. <laughs> <laughs> no. I haven't seen that yet, but... Maybe if I wait long enough, I can watch two American Horror Story seasons in one Halloween. Oh my gosh, you have to watch it. Uh, I know, girl. <laughs> I just have too much shit going on in my life. I have too many programs to watch. I get it. Life's so hard. It's a lot. <laughs> All right, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> You're like Stuart on Mad TV. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Expect a lot of that. That's my new trademark. <laughs> All right, let's get into this, you guys. Hi. Thanks for coming. Hey, girl. Thanks for coming. Oh, Hello, and thanks for coming, America. My name is Seth. What is yours? Hi, Jamal is back. Hello, it's Stony. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Thanks for Coming, the gayest podcast ever. <laughs> we are back, back, back again. Yes, we made it home safely on Glitter Bomb <laughs> Airlines. Safe home from vacation. Uh, it hurts so bad to be back. <laughs> I'm so glad to be back, though, kind of. Are you excited to start recapping All Stars 5? <laughs> I'm ready to recap everything. Just bring it on. I'm going to recap my can of Sprite, girl. <laughs> All-Stars 5. <laughs> That's a queen. Can of Sprite. Yes. All right, you guys. Well, you know, we are out of season 11. It finally ended. We are now into our off-season content. Not sure how long that will last, but, you know, we'll have a little fun with you until All-Stars 5 really starts. Yeah, you know, we're going to do our best to remain professional and prepared for you queens and kings and other royalties out there. We have some fun ideas. We'd love to hear from you, too. If there's anything you want to hear us talk about or kiki on, you know where to find us. Yeah. So are you guys having any beverages today while we record? Are we having cocktail hour today? No cocktails, girl. Those slushies took me out um, in Vegas. <laughs> we'll get to that. But um, I am sipping on a nice, crispy, bubbly, mango-flavored. Mm, nice. And I may or may not have had some special vitamins before that. Ooh, I like vitamins. Yes. I like vitamin D. Mm, that's a good one, especially during Pride. A nice big one. <laughs> well, there'll be plenty of short shorts parading around here at Indie Pride this weekend. Maybe we'll see one for you. Yes, girl. It is Pride Month. And for Pride Month, I am drinking local brewery, Elysian Brewery, which you probably heard me uh, mention that I've drank their beer before. And they have a Pride Ale out called Glitter. Oh, fun. Yes. It's kind of funny because the the name is Glitter is Pride Ale. And once last Pride, we went to the brewery and my friend was like, I'd like the uh, Glitteris. oh they need to make that into something (laughs) and the waitress was like that's it's just glitter is pride ale (laughs) that's not it (laughs) oh that has to be in the works if they're smart somebody hung hung on to that name yeah really really (laughs) really crazy (laughs) that's so funny 
<laughs> but um, so that's what I'm sipping on while we record today. Um, how are you guys doing? How are you guys getting back into life post Vegas? Oh man, listeners, we're recording this on the Thursday of the uh, week. We've returned back to our regular schmegular lives. Oh my goodness, Monday through Wednesday terrible it was just like not (laughs) bad days just so slow it was just in slow motion and then today hit and everything just felt like it felt back into place so that was good i guess yeah (laughs) yeah for me it's been not very fun either because you haven't Um, been drinking slushies (laughs) yeah so my body went into like a shock apparently after vegas (laughs) and i got like a cold or whatever and i was like in bed like sweating for like two days Uh (laughs) Um, and i'm just like now getting over it so i came back from vacation like worked two days and then now i'm off two days because i've been sick so work yeah come through night sweats Ow! Don't be fooled. This is just part of his detox process. Yeah, (laughs) he's just sweating it out like a like someone in you know off their meth like or whatever. Right. We get home and it's like the purge enabled. (laughs) I don't know what happened, girl, but I'm gonna blame it on Vegas or somebody. You better not ever leave ketosis again, girl. (laughs) (laughs) I'm telling you, it's probably just airport germs. Yeah. A baby probably snotted all over you. Ew, probably. It's like, did you ever see that movie, Drag Me to Hell, where like the demon barfs in her mouth? Mm hmm. It's Uh, like that, but (laughs) with a baby. Gross. Oh my gosh. (laughs) She like crawls over the back of your chair. Oh, the images. No, I can't. I can't. I don't know. I'm tapping out. (laughs) These demon children with their like terrible germs. Yeah. (laughs) Good God. Well, for my week, I will echo Jamal and Stoney's sentiments where it has been really hard to get through this week after being on vacation and having so much fun and then having to come back and work like all week was really like a mood killer. Oh, yeah, it was everything. Everything was just a little more difficult, (laughs) but we'll make it, Queen. We can do it. I don't know. I'm scared. Help me. We can do it. I'll never let go, Jack. (laughs) You just let go. You lied. (laughs) It's the cocoa butter. Yeah. But yeah, so um, so let's kind of give you guys an idea of what's coming your way now that we are in the off season. We have this episode starting our Pride series. And what is gayer than Lady Gaga? So of course, we're starting there. Yes, Queen. I'm so excited. What a fun show. Yes, we had a rootin' tootin' good time, y'all. <laughs> Can I get a yeehaw? Yeehaw for remembering it all. (laughs) Joe (laughs) Where do you think you're going? I just loved how like angry she was on stage. Like the attitude mama. Yes. (laughs) Mother Monster was not fucking around. No. So fun. So so fun. Also, before we get into that, just a heads up. Um, so I'll give you an idea of how we recorded this because we were TFC mobile and basically we were all around a table. We had three microphones for four people and we don't have like the most professional set up 
and uh so so it's like i mean it's good you guys are gonna have fun like we had a really great time but the quality isn't the typical quality that we put out for you guys you'll be able to understand and hear all of us just fine just realize that it's like a pop out setup like fresh out of the carry on and out to your ears <laughs> yeah katya and craig just uh did a live show and and they had to give the same disclaimer so i don't like uh-huh. feel so trash anymore no this happens it's one of those things with um traveling podcasts so i'm sure the listeners don't care they're ready to kiki yeah everyone loves gaga so we are going gaga for gaga for pride and before we get into that we have a short message from one of our gal pals on twitter his name is ryan l terry and some uh information on who ryan is is that um he works in a well-known live entertainment company but he's down low on who it is <laughs> Uh, he teaches screenwriting at a university mysterious and then in addition he also does freelance for a small NPR show and he also writes and produces shows on the side and you can also find him as a guest co-host on like basically any gay podcast ever that's pretty cool thanks for sending that in Ryan yes we love Ryan and uh Yeah, so we're going to go ahead and let you listen to his message about Pride, which I thought kind of fell in line with Lady Gaga, Little Monsters, and being accepting of all types of people. Doesn't matter who you are, doesn't matter if you're black, white, beige, or orient, all that sort of shtick. So, So listen to Ryan, and then we'll get into the honest tea spill of the week. During Pride Month, it's important to remember that not everyone in our community may feel jubilant. Perhaps they have never had a long-term relationship. Maybe they have felt rejected by the very community that we are proud of this month. Or maybe they feel like an outlier because they are not gay enough or have experienced body shaming. This month should be a time of inclusion, acceptance, reaching out to those who feel like the parade is passing them by. Look beyond the physical and into the heart. Next time you run into a single guy, maybe even a single guy who's say over 30, stop to learn about him instead of questioning why is he still single. Maybe he's hurting and needs encouragement. Maybe go on a date to brighten up his day. A community that exhibits demonstrable romantic and platonic love. Now that is a reason to be proud. This has been Ryan L. Terry, your local podstute or podhopper as I've been called. You can follow me on Twitter at RLTerry1 or on my blog at RLTerryRealView.com. That's real with two E's. Thank you for listening, and I wish you a meaningful Pride Month. All right, you guys. Well, welcome back to this week's Honesty Spill of the Week. This week, we are talking about everything Gaga, the fame, little monsters. Oh, my. We actually have a special guest with us for this Honesty Spill of the Week. You probably heard us talk about her on the podcast before, and she's one of our besties. And uh, everyone say hi to Elizabeth. Why don't you introduce yourself? Hi, everybody. Um, <laughs> I'm looking at her like talking to the microphone. Ebeth is one of our oldest and greatest friends, and she's finally on the show. Finally on the show. I've been asking Jamal, when can I be on the podcast? And here I am. If any of you noticed our Las Vegas um, feeds, you'll notice that we both had on Cruel Intentions t-shirts. We bought 20. them for each other without planning it. So... <laughs> 
when that episode comes up, you already know who's going to be on that show. So be looking forward to that. I'll be back, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. Well, we are here, obviously, to talk to you about everything Lady Gaga. Last night, we went to see Mother Monster at her Enigma tour show here at the Park MGM in Las Vegas. So fun. It was so cool. I was so excited to see her. I've been wanting to like see Gaga forever. Um, and I'm really glad that we decided to do the Vegas show because it was such like an intimate theater. And like, I felt like it was way better than like going to a stadium or something. Stoney was especially excited after seeing Beyonce twice. Now it was his turn to see, <laughs> <laughs> to see the diva that he wanted to see. Yes, it was his turn to turn his standum up for his fave. But I felt the same way. It was such a cool show. And like Stoney said, I'm I'm glad kind of that I did not see her when she was in indie. I like how intimate this theater was. We were up on like like the fourth section, but we felt like we were right on top of the stage. And she was all over the theater, too. Yeah, we were right in the middle, too, which was exciting, as we'll get into later. Mm-hmm. What she did, but we were like in the perfect spot for some of the parts of the show. We really were. Before we get too into the show, though, we were there when the House of Gaga opened. So that was kind of like our, you know, like leading up to the show because everyone's like, what is this thing that's happening in Vegas on, on the 30th? And so, you know, we go down and, J- and Jamal had found out that he'd scooped the staff and <laughs> found out that it was an actual store. Yep. And uh, so we went and checked out like we could only see from the outside, but it's so cool at the House of Gaga. We got the tea. So funny story. We were playing penny slots like the good old women that we are on our trip to Las Vegas. And there are these massive like black curtains just kind of covering like a wall. We didn't know what was back there, but people were kind of going in and out throughout the day because that was like our game. That's the only game we were really winning on. And then they moved the curtains and the House of Gaga's there. So that was cool. We got the first peek and we were definitely part of the group that security was fanning away because we were trying to get Insta coverage. <laughs> yeah, they were super annoyed with us because we were just standing there like looking into the into the window. This area has to stay open. Okay, sir. It's like, it's not that serious. No one's being aggressive or anything. <laughs> just snapping a photo. 15 more seconds, please. Yeah. And it's cool too because there's a whole wall that's facing out outward towards the, where the entrance to the theater is and that includes like all of her Met Gala outfits from la- this last year's Met Gala. Mm-hmm. Very cool museum type um, presentation. She, call- she calls it a museum actually. She doesn't call it a store. According to her it's a museum. That's true. She was calling it a museum. She was also saying about I don't know during the show she said something about going there it doesn't cost anything like donate to the Born This Way Foundation which yeah. I thought was cool. Um, so yeah. Yeah, that was really a good idea. And it was nice of her to like promo it and frame it in that manner because you get to go in and see all this cool stuff, but then also like, you know, you can donate to a a good charity too. Mm -hmm. But, um, so that was sort of the prequel. So we are, you know, going in, we see all this, it's like right next to the house of Gaga and we get in, we get up to the very top floor (laughs) and, uh, get our seats. (laughs) Yes. Our nice cozy seats on the top section on the balcony. Yeah. (laughs) And so we got to see the set, you know, they have it open immediately so you can kind of see like what's going to be happening. And the set was really neat. Yeah, the stage, it kind of looked like um, mountains in a way. Definitely obvious that it was a ramp, but it still had a cool effect because, you know, of course, the screen technology is on the front of that and the pieces of that moved on stage. 
Yeah, and they just kept like teasing us with the glowing star, and it was like the music would change and everyone freak out every time the music changed. But it like didn't she didn't come out until forty minutes. She didn't come out later. until like eight thirty yeah. at least. Yeah, at least eight thirty. It says the show starts at eight, and we were like, "All right, like what's going on here?" We were on time, ready in our seats with our tickets out. We're yeah. like, these are our seats. There will be no seat drama. But also, like, spoilers, because everybody kept pointing up in the sky like she was going to come down. I'm like, you assholes. Like, you spoiled it for me. Well, no, because she was waving at us. She was up oh. there, like, waving at our section. <laughs> oh, I didn't know that. Oh, was she? I yeah. kept trying to look up because I couldn't tell what everybody was pointing at. I'm like, why are they pointing? I kept looking. I didn't see anyone. Yeah, there's, like, these panels. And so there's, like, little gaps. And she would kind of, like, peek out and wave. And everyone would be like, oh, my God, hey. <laughs> I completely missed that. You didn't see that. Are you fucking with us, Seth? No. Are you sure? No, it really happened. <laughs> I, I didn't see that. I didn't see that. <laughs> I saw her poking her head out. Like, I would just see, like, a random wave and, like... Good yeah. eye, queen. It makes sense, because people were going nuts. Yeah, and I was like, why is the pit staring at us? Like, this is, like, the shadiest moment. You're just like, hi, all of you up there. We're down here. They're like, hi, peasants. Turns we're out, down here in front of the stage. <laughs> <laughs> turns out it was mom the whole time. Yeah. But that also is a good lead into the show because Lady Gaga did come in from the ceiling, right, literally right in front of our section. Yeah, yes. like r- right above our heads, she came floating down. Very like reminiscent of like the Super Bowl performance where she just jumps off into the middle of nowhere. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she came in by harness. She had the sparkly suit, so she was basically like a disco ball, mm-hmm. and she's playing the guitar and it just she sort of like lowers down a little bit until right in front of like our layer of the balcony so she was literally like so close to us like right at the very beginning of the show i was freaking out yeah we'll be sure to share it on um our socials at tfc pod because i definitely got video of that (laughs) yeah because she started out with just dance Mm -hmm. the only thing that sucked about that was she had her back facing us with um her piano or whatever or guitar or whatever the hell it is Mm -hmm. but that was the only disappointing part i wish i could have like she would have like been able to turn around or something yeah it would have been nice to have seen her like actual face but she was so close to us like i didn't even care i was like i'll stare at your ass all day girl (laughs) (laughs) it was a good ass when we saw a lot of it yeah it was plentiful (laughs) just like some of our trades Mm. (laughs) but yeah so so that was sort of the introduction to the concert from there she made her way to the stage and um she did like so many good songs is um like what are the standout songs for you guys Ebeth and I were talking about this like for me it's always so hard to pick like a favorite moment of the show like even with the Radiohead I can't tell you what was like my favorite song that I saw I was just kind of taking it all in but of course for me at the Enigma show was Bad Romance because I will always remember when that video premiered the reaction everyone had to it the reaction I had to it so seeing that live and she always sounds amazing live she did the full song for Bad Romance Mm -hmm. she did the full song it wasn't a snippet so I appreciated that it was probably my favorite song moment of the show yeah for me performance wise I think Alejandro is one of my favorites it's a good one I mean that song is just always good and it's just really good live too and everybody gets into it um and then also i thought paparazzi was good god damn it sony you stole my answer (laughs) (laughs) i enjoyed watching her perform like she got on that little like cylinder thing and was like being like crazy (laughs) yeah she was on this like oversized metal chair sort of thing that like could float also yeah Yeah, she was back in our faces like smoked at one point yeah 
What about you, Eva? Well, I was going to say this. So I wouldn't say Paparazzi is my favorite Gaga song. I, my favorites, I was really excited that she did Poker Face, Alejandro, and Bad Romance. But I think, like, performance-wise, Paparazzi was my favorite. Just because, yeah. like, as, like, as you explained, she like also had, like, what were they wearing? The people that were chasing her that were supposed to be the Paparazzi? I think they were, like, scorpion tails or something. Or claws. Instead of a stinger, it was, like, hands. And I, some may have yeah. had cameras in them. I also really liked, I'm not, I don't know the name of it because I'm not as dedicated Gaga fans as y'all are, but what was the one where she was in like that Transformer thing? Schlieb. Yeah, the German one. That was great. Which I was super excited she played that because it's not necessarily one of her like mainstream songs, I guess. Man, when the Born This Way album came out, that was like my turn up album before I hit the gay bars back home in Alaska when I went out and that was like... I'd play that song like twice. Yeah. And then I'd let the album play through. You were in love with it back (laughs) back in the day. I think Schlieve is like every gay's favorite song. (laughs) Just, you know, you're just in in the mirror getting your good wig ready and you just start fluffing it the right way. Yeah. Doing those Beyonce hair flips just right to this song. (laughs) (laughs) I also want to shout out like her um, playing government hooker because friend of the show detention Nick um, he hates government hooker what <laughs> why he doesn't like well, it he, I don't know if he hates it but one time when born this way came out we were at this like kind of trashy southern Indiana bar where it was straight people and we played government hooker on the jukebox <laughs> so they were, were they just, pissed they were just like so confused <laughs> but she also shouted that out for Trump she's yeah. like this one's for you Donald Trump so yeah. that was cute <laughs> Yeah, I would have to say Government Hooker was definitely like a high point. I also like that she really played like a lot of her older stuff, like Me Beautiful, too. Dirty Rich was cool. Love Game was cool. And uh, she played the fame. So I, I didn't get, I did enjoy being able to see those songs because they are such older songs. Usually like the, the artists, they'll play more of the recent stuff. And honestly, she didn't really play that much from Joanne or even Art Pop. Nope. <laughs> I like the older tracks as well. Like older being like when Gaga was like at her pinnacle moment, however they call that. Um, I also appreciated she stopped and talked to the audience. It's always, she did it a lot. And you don't really get that from shows. Some people, they'll be in and out. Even Beyonce doesn't really talk to you that much. She'll give you a moment, but it's not like what Gaga gave us last night. She was having conversations with us. And then you're like, okay, where is she going with this? But it's Mother Monster, so you're just listening to her. And then she's back into a song. So it was all very seamless and smooth. Yeah, the whole show itself was really thought out. I really liked Enigma. So that's like my new Siri or Alexa now. We have to explain what Enigma is for the people. Yeah, Enigma is uh, this sort of sort of her guide through this other realm she gets sucked into um what the the, uh the it's not the matrix oh through the simulation that's yeah the simulation through the simulation and so enigma's like sort of her guide to like find herself so at moments she's like if siri if someone gave siri a body it's like a cartoon yeah not really I also felt like with Enigma, I felt like sometimes Enigma was Gaga's like guide, but then other times I felt like Enigma was Gaga like being like the audience's guide. So it was kind of interesting to me to that like sort of different perspectives. And Enigma is this otherworldly entity, so she looks very alien-esque, but also very beautiful. She's bald. She's completely silver. Uh, there's not very much physical characteristics in the face, but at the same time, there's still a ton of expression with this digital character. And I think that that's just Gaga connecting. You know, Gaga's thing is we're all one 
person. We're all one being. Let's love each other. So she wanted to show the connection that way. These are two very different worlds coming together my favorite part of the enigma show was just like when gaga (laughs) got angry and would just start saying fuck like really loud that (laughs) happened pretty often like when we're first being introduced to enigma like gaga's doing her show and then she's like hi i'm enigma and she's like who is this bitch (laughs) (laughs) that's that east coast coming out of her she's like i don't know you (laughs) and she's just overly dramatic too with everything which i love so that was really fun yeah that was pretty sweet so why don't we go ahead and just maybe take a refill here and then we'll come back and we'll talk to you more and we'll tell you our our favorites i mean i guess maybe low moments if there were any (laughs) and then also things that we would have liked to have seen so go ahead and uh, grab another drink and we'll be back soon hey everyone thanks for listening to our podcast so far thanks for coming Right now, we're probably refilling our drinks or maybe even gluing down our lashes again. While you wait, here are some things that you should check out. Yeah, remember everyone, you can email us, tfcpod at gmail.com and um, tfcpod on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Oh, and one more thing. You're not my real dad and you never will be. Anyways, back to the show. All right, you guys. Well, welcome back to the Honesty Spill of the Week. I just apologize about your guys' weight. We did get refills, but I also had to sharpen my claws because I have to put my paws up. Get your paws up. So clever. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, let's get into some more Lady Gaga talk. What was like your favorite song that she did? Did we do that already? We already did favorite songs. Oh, sorry. I blacked out. Um, (laughs) What about the looks of the show? Oh, yeah. Let's talk about fashion. What is your favorite look? So I love a good intro moment. That's like my high point for most shows. It's just, it sets the tone for the evening. I couldn't figure out really what was going on visually until she got on stage. Like when she was coming down, her back was to us. So we couldn't really see the front, but she looked like very space age, modern astronaut kind of vibe. But when she got on the stage, she kind of had her blue hair, kind of sleek, loose waves. I did enjoy that moment. I just liked how relaxed she looked, though, this entire tour. Like, she had her ass out, like it's Gaga. Like, you saw every part of her body. (laughs) And I know, like, in the past, she struggled with her weight and stuff like that, too. Mm -hmm. So I think, I mean, I think she looks really hot right now, like, in her weight. So I think she's, like not super skinny like Mm -hmm. the fame gaga but she's like still like doing well yeah she looked healthy is the is the key that's important but um i don't know she just looked relaxed and free there wasn't too much going on she gave us stunts and tricks don't get me wrong but i liked how just kind of simple this was i liked how when she came out for the final encore she had on just a t-shirt yeah i mean like a ripped up stylish t-shirt but you know Mm -hmm. i wonder i wonder if it's a t-shirt that's in her house of gaga museum we're going to have to go check we'll that out. We'll find out soon. Yeah. <laughs> I think that was, Eva, that was probably my favorite of the night just because it felt like we were at a bar watching like somebody exactly. just sing. And it was kind of cool that she was just looked like a rocker chick out there. Yeah. Those were, I mean, that was, I think, kind of a nod because she would do those like kind of looks like just in her everyday life. You know, you would see the paparazzi pics of her and just, you know, ripped up jean shorts and a ripped up shirt. 
Mm-hmm. Just a torn up short and maybe just a jacket some moments. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I really liked for, I think it was Born This Way. They all wore like the Born This Way uh, outfits when they performed. I think it was at the Grammys for the mm-hmm. Born This Way. Those um, sort of tan, but somewhat see-through outfits. I was like, oh my God, it's oh, like yeah, yeah. that whole thing again. Mm-hmm. That's just an epic song. She's always gonna, it's kind of like, um, I don't like to compare shows, but artists will have that one thing that, not one thing even just kind of like a highlight moment like when Beyonce performs crazy in love she's always got kind of that first outfit the white tank and the jean shorts Gaga did this with Born This Way a few times and I think it's one of her more staple performances just because of how huge it was so good on her for keeping it original and she knows that the crowd goes wild for it yeah everyone likes the throwback looks for sure because specifically with Lady Gaga and maybe also for Beyonce but there's like for each era of Gaga album there's like different looks Mm -hmm. and stuff like that so when she brings those looks back to her shows it's like oh my god like we get to see this look i wish she would have for like the fame era i wish she would have went out there with like the the glowing staff because i always used to love when she would do that (laughs) i think i saw that in the house of gaga yeah and Gaga's definitely this she's a pro at this like when you look at an artist and their imagery I think Rihanna might be another artist that's really good at updating and changing up her look and vibe for each project Beyonce's more of a storyteller so Rihanna and Gaga are probably the queens of this yeah for sure it was um I mean really great outfits there was the uh I forget what song it was for but when she had the the neon green ruffles on her bodysuit she yeah. had that and uh that was I know I remember that outfit because I was staring at her ass the whole time on the big screen <laughs> yeah it was out and then it was floating above our heads and that's also maybe a jacket I'd like to just walk around the house and do dishes in yeah <laughs> I was just gonna say we've seen a lot of cheeks in Vegas <laughs> I'm not Ass mad about it. Everywhere. Oh my gosh. So much trade. Maybe we'll just like do a trade in person segment. Yeah. I liked her purple outfit too, the purple strapless sequin thing. That was towards the end. Yeah, yeah, that was a good one. Yeah, she had a lot of really great outfits. Why don't we go ahead though and talk about like what is a song that you wanted to hear but she didn't sing? I got nothing. <laughs> Eva, like, I'm just happy to be here. I'm just happy to be here. <laughs> well, we were talking about that off mic. It was like there wasn't really any, anything that I felt that I was missing, but I'm trying to think like... I know Starstruck, that's one of her early songs that I was really obsessed with mm. and I think would have fit in with the vibe, yeah, with Enigma. So maybe that would be mine. I think for... Well, I'll say mine because I know Stoney has a different one. But Stoney and I also agree on The Cure. We really wanted to hear that oh, one. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. We love The Cure on yeah. TFC. I wish that... I really wish that would have been played. But that song is so damn good. It deserves its own fucking album. <laughs> I know. It makes me so mad that she doesn't perform that. Like, because that was such a great, like, moment. Because she was sort of, like after art pop and it was you know like everyone was saying oh gaga is canceled like she's not releasing good music anymore and the cure came out and all the games were like hell yes and it was so fresh too like it wasn't your typical like oh here's another top 40 for you it was like fresh and something a little different for gaga and we've been wanting it so it was a home run yeah it was sort of like a nod back to like her original like the old gaga i guess is she even called it that in in the show but I think Sony was also really excited to hear Venus. <laughs> Venus. <laughs> Rocket number nine. 
Yeah, Venus, I don't know. There's just something about some of the art pop songs that are like a little bit trash, but still great at the same time. Oh, you know what? Sony probably also wanted to hear was Gypsy. We didn't get to hear Gypsy. Yeah, I'm a huge Gypsy fan. <laughs> Anytime you just repeat the chorus over and over, I'm in. So. Actually, Pride, Pride season is coming up. So we usually start our Pride mornings with Gypsy. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I was also hoping to hear Perfect Illusion. So I'm a little disappointed with that yeah. one. That, and it would have fit in really well with the show, I think, at certain points. It would have, you know, they talk about the simulation. They could have talked about Perfect Illusion. I love, I was living for Enigma. She was so snatched. Yeah, I like it when she cried everywhere. My eyes are leaking. You have emotions, Enigma. Uh, can we talk about how, um, when we met David? Okay, well, b- before we talk about David... I wanted us to maybe go, did we talk about our favorite moment of the show? Not necessarily a song because David was my favorite moment of the show. Yeah, I think that would fit in because um, I liked that too. I really enjoyed that. I like when you can connect with the artist and it's real. I wasn't expecting her to find the person who wrote the note and bring them on stage. Like what if he was in our section? Yeah. I think she would have brought him down still. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) How would you have gotten the note onto the stage? That's true. (laughs) <laughs> oh, that's true. That's true. People are throwing them. That's true. So so let's give a little backstory about David. And just with the pretense that this was probably my favorite moment of the show. So at a certain point, I think it was like towards the middle, middle towards the end of the show, like just at a certain point, everyone just threw like all these like pieces of paper on the stage and had, yeah, I wonder if they were prompted by the staff. I think they but... had to have been because it was only at that time. I think yeah. It was, they were probably... it was Alejandro, right? Was it after Alejandro? I think it was right after that. Yeah. Near that. It was all at the same time. Right, right before A Million Reasons. Oh, that's what she's saying. So so she picks a note and she you know goes to the piano to read it. And it's this note about David. And David is a 16-year-old boy from Europe. We think either Spain or Italy based on the flags we saw down there in the pit. Mm-hmm. And so, so David wrote this lovely note about how Lady Gaga made him feel like he could be himself. And he was listening to her since he was like eight and he went to see the fame monster tour in 2010 yeah he said six actually since he was six oh since he was six just dance yeah so um so it was this really beautiful note and she wrote she read the whole note and then she pulls david on the stage and david is probably freaking the fuck out he joins her in front of this sickening piano Yeah. I came out of the floor. (laughs) Yeah. It looked like it was wearing a rhinoceros skin, but of course it's not really rhinoceros skin because Gaga is like faux. Yeah. Faux rhinoceros armor. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But no, that was a cool moment because, I mean, how epic. Like, she reads your note and then security's like, get your ass up there. Yeah. I was like, after she read the note, I was like, she has to bring this boy on stage. Yeah. it It was a really cool moment because, I don't know, usually when I go to concerts, you don't really have that much interaction I feel like with the artist and she was like actually you know spoke to him and like had a conversation on stage and we were just like watching and how funny like he sat next to her at the piano and she's like okay you're gonna have to scoot over a little bit because (laughs) I'm gonna use every key on this piano (laughs) it was like he's just joining his big sister she's like okay brat like I need to do work still so move over (laughs) yeah and she made David feel so welcome and it wasn't like it wasn't cheesy feeling it was just like you got I mean even though it was David on there I feel I feel like everyone in the audience probably could like was like envisioning themselves as David getting to have that moment. It was super authentic. It did not feel staged. It's like, oh, she does this at every show. Did not feel like that 
at all no not at all and um so yeah so david got to sit next to gaga as she sang a million reasons and she was like singing it to him like he was she was hugging him she he got kisses and it was just so beautiful because i'm sure that's like a moment he'll never forget yeah i mean how could you it's just i'd be so full in that moment yeah i felt full and i wasn't even david I was definitely like, you know, drying my eyes. I I was having a breakdown inside. Yeah. So I was talking to Stoney. I don't know, probably Jamal too. Like before the concert, I was like, I hate A Million Reasons. That song sucks so yeah. much. <laughs> but then that was like, I was literally crying the entire time. <laughs> That's how she gets you. She heard you talking yeah. shit. She heard you. She heard me. What's <laughs> your favorite son now? She's like, we're going to get that Seth fucker in section 404. Row she probably eight. has. <laughs> she probably has seven. <laughs> she probably had a room like all the rooms in this Bugs. hotel bug. I was waiting for her to pop up in one of these hallways, like the Countess from American Horror Story Hotel. We did get to see his her keyboard player though after the show. Yeah, good eye, Seth, because he spotted that shit. We were going onto the elevator. He was coming off. I was like, oh my god, <laughs> and then he just kept going. But I was like, you guys, that was Lady Gaga's keyboard player. <laughs> <laughs> I was freaking out. But yeah, I, I was expecting to cry a lot during Shallow. I know we all wanted to talk about Shallow. I was expecting to cry a lot when Shallow comes on because normally when I listen to that song, it makes me really sad. But I think I had my crying moment during A Million Reasons. So what did you guys think of Shallow? That was the, the closer of this show. Shout out to Crystal from The Read, that hollering ass song as she calls it, Shallow. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is just, this has been Gaga's moment this year like shallow like you can't talk about gaga without talking about a star is born or this song and let me tell you people it sounded amazing it sounded great live with the instrumentation just her voice it sounded so good and it's one of those moments where you expect it okay it's the show closer it was still great like i loved having this be the closer we were anticipating this and it was just as good as we imagined it was gonna be yeah i like how it started off acoustic where it's just there uh the, her guitar player had an acoustic guitar and was playing the riff like the guitar riff from the movie while she you know got into her new costume the the ripped up shirt and then uh came out so i really enjoyed that too because it sort of gets you like you know it's coming you're like getting in the moment and i thought that was really cool yeah i think that's i mean everybody's listened to shallow at this point like a million times but a million reasons yeah <laughs> Um, but I think that's the part that I really appreciated about Shallow is that it was just like such a raw moment where she didn't really, it was just her and the piano and she was just singing to that um, song. So it just really, it kind of just makes you realize like how talented she is, I guess. Yeah. I mean, I think during that and during Million Reasons, she was really just like belting, like runs everything you felt it from the bottom of her belly and she just has the amazing power of connecting with every person in the room and we are also so impressed with like the age range of her fans there was a wide variety (laughs) there are so many of your favorite aunties out there like getting their whole Mm -hmm. life to gaga a lot of older men younger kids (laughs) the poodles yeah (laughs) Also, a lot of the... Can we talk about what people were wearing? I've never seen so many sequins in my life, (laughs) both on men and women. Okay, so I thought about this. Like, I don't know anything really about Las Vegas or Nevada at that. You think um, Utah, Mormons, things... But when it's Las Vegas, I mean, it seems pretty open environment. But people are on vacation here from all parts of the world. 
and they're coming in here to like a Gaga residency. So you're seeing, shout out to my queens out there. Y'all all looked good. All of um, you sexy, like twinks and maybe like muscle heads out here. Oh, twinks. And your good heels yeah. <laughs> just walking like it was nothing. Like I wish I could do it. But y'all were just out there like doing you. And that was beautiful to see. But I'm like, ooh, what do all these like old Southern tourists think about this? But I know. they're on your turf. And we all turned out last night. <laughs> okay. So can we talk about like I, our favorite outfits that we saw audience members wearing? Because I saw someone in the paparazzi from the MTV MTV VMAs performance where she was all bloody. Oh, whoa. I saw them after the show. Was it a guy? I thought it was a guy. I, I wasn't looking that closely because I didn't want to make anyone feel uncomfortable. I mean, <laughs> I saw I saw a similar look. I don't know if it was the same guy, but I'm going to throw a slight shade because homegirl could not work in, walk in those heels. Yeah, that was him. I remember her. It looked whoever like a was. baby. Looked like a baby giraffe, but good good job girl you look great <laughs> also i went to the bathroom and there was like the tallest dude wearing like six or seven inch heels so he was like basically a fucking giant and i was so impressed with his skills i was like work girl i love it my so my favorite um outfit wasn't like anything crazy just shout out to like random people basically so there's the one girl that was wearing the alley t-shirt that i was obsessed oh, yeah. with Sony would not stop talking about that t-shirt he was jealous yeah. I know. And her friend was really hot. And yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was just pissed I didn't bring my Bayonetta t-shirt because like, sh- like it would only certain people would understand, I guess, that were on Twitter. You no, know, you so. should talk about that because that was a big part of the visuals in the show. Like when she was traveling through the simulation, she looked like she could have been Bayonetta's like sidekick or little yeah. sister. I think she like, that's probably, she must have like ripped off Bayonetta. <laughs> for the show because that's basically what the character looked like on the screen was surely mother version. monster got permission i mean hopefully <laughs> if not she'll get the season assist. my favorite outfit was stoney's hoodie that he can't stop talking about oh yeah tell us about your hoodie stoney he wore it afterwards and he looked like a gangsta yeah i got an enigma hoodie and i don't know it's black with enigma things on it stoney's a grade a troll so i'm not talking about this hoodie because it got my blood pressure up (laughs) (laughs) that's why they couldn't go gambling as much because he spent eighty dollars on a hoodie yeah i kind of like had regret after purchasing it but then um Um, but then we went to, cause I was like, oh, I should have waited to get something like from the, like her merch store. But once we got into the concert, there actually wasn't anything different. That, there was nothing yeah, different. So I was like, okay, I'm fine with it. Yeah. I got a t-shirt. I'm really excited for it. <laughs> I like your t-shirt. I'm going to see if there's anything in the house of Gaga I want. I just don't need any more t-shirts in my life, but I, I want something small maybe. Yeah. Something to remember being at the house of Gaga in Las Vegas and seeing her show. Maybe we'll just like purchase her meat dress or something. Her Kermit dress. <laughs> hey, that's keto. I'm going to purchase her uh, telephone headpiece. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if you don't get it, I will. Sorry, girl. I call dibs. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so it was just such a good show overall. I mean, really, it was so much fun. It was great to be able to experience it with, you know, my best friends. Yes, besties. So it was it was good to, to experience that with everyone. And it was a nice break to get to be you know, able to see Jamal and Stoney again, of course. And then, you know, of course, also Elizabeth, too. Yes, listeners, we've in this room um, 
Ebeth was not in marching band. So that's always like a running joke around between the majority of my friends because we're all in band. So if there's somebody that was on the outside, it's like, oh, this is my friend Elizabeth. Silent pause. She wasn't in band. (laughs) Oh, hi. Nice to meet you. So Seth would have been part of one of those conversations. And they've both been, I think we're going on like 14 years of friendship. And this is the third kind of large show that Ebeth has gone on with me. She's so been me at both Beyonce yeah. shows and now Gaga. So that's fun. I think this is going to yeah. be a staple. And me and Elizabeth, we hung out like from time to time in college, but just not not quite as much. I but know, we had a lot of good I times. I have a lot of friends from IU that I know better now than I did when I actually lived there. And Seth is one of those people because we were at the same parties, but. And then Elizabeth moved to Los Angeles while I was still living in Los Angeles. So we would like hang out and go to Kitchen 24 and go to um, Amoeba. Kitchen 24 has an amazing happy hour special. (laughs) They really do. (laughs) One of our framed photos is from um, Kitchen 24 on our wall. So what's our next concert going to be? Ooh. Um, Well, I'm still saving for Beyonce, so hopefully she doesn't surprise me too soon. I'm kind of bummed we missed Janet by a week, because Janet would have been amazing. Janet would have been really fun. I'm open to any great show. We're like so music fluid in this group, so. You know know the X-Tina experience started? (laughs) I'd rather go to the Gwen Stefani show. I'd rather go see Auntie Gwen. Yeah, I really want to see Gwen. No, we're going to... No, wait, we already made our decision. We're going to go see Papa Roach. Oh, that's right. right. Yeah, we are going to see Papa Roach. I forgot about this. I've been dying to see Carrot Top. Like, you know, I don't know. (laughs) Just kidding. I don't want my words to get misconstrued. (laughs) Stoney's like, allegedly. Papa Roach is coming in September. September 15th, I think. Yeah, we're we're coming back in September. (laughs) Holy shit. All right. Well, t- before we wrap this up, but also as like a, an outro, I think we wanted to say, what is your favorite experience or memory in Las Vegas? I know what Stoney's going to say. <laughs> Buying his Enigma hoodie. I have, I have a couple. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think. I think I just enjoy, I really, I love Indianapolis. Like it's a great little big city. I call it. It's not overly expensive. There are good jobs. You're still in the lower 48. But I always miss mountains severely. So just being able to wake up in a hotel this whole week and see the mountains and have alone time with Stoney before Ebeth and Seth joined us, it didn't really feel like we were here for a week. Most people say you should only do Vegas in a few days, but I think this was still like a refreshing and fun trip. So just being out here in this heat and seeing the mountains, (laughs) I'm living. We can literally see them as we're recording this. Yes, check our Instagram story. It's probably too late by now. (laughs) yeah for me i think probably my favorite part is just walking the strip going and getting slushies and and looking at all of the like cool casinos yesterday we went to the venetian that was so pretty Mm -hmm. and i don't know other places too but they all just kind of cool to see um the different casinos and just how like big and massive they are we love a good theme and like all the hotels it's the, it doesn't feel cheesy to me like all the themes are done well in their own right yeah i really enjoy the venetian also but that's because i've also been to like venice and italy so it kind of reminded me a lot of my trip so go peep that podcast if you haven't listened to it yet yes almost 100 episodes go find it somewhere yes what about you elizabeth what's um, your favorite moment i don't have a favorite moment but I'm thinking of one of the things that I like about Vegas is that there's always people in the street at any time of day because 
in Los Angeles, it's not like that unless you go to West Hollywood. And Los Angeles is like a very, I'm going to stay in my car and drive where I need to get to. And then like I go to bed early and all the bars close really early. And so I like going places that are, have a nightlife. Alive. Alive. There's people, you can do anything at any time of day. Vegas is very alive. And I mean, I don't even know how we stayed up until one. I didn't know I could do that anymore. Many nights we stayed up to like one or two and we're just like, how did this happen? (laughs) I mean, I have my moments where I might not sleep if I'm out at a good show, but that's very rare. I'm a vampire. Yeah. (laughs) If I could, I would. I'm only a... I was struggling pretty hardcore, I have to say. <laughs> I was struggling, though. I'm proud. You managed to, like, get up and work out, though, Queen, so I don't you know. Did. I have been working out daily, mainly because I need to offset my slushies. That <laughs> the slushies. Jody had three slushies the other day. We probably need to go get one later today. It was With an long, extra shot. It was a long, long day. Like, started in the morning getting a slushie. Got, like, a You got slushies with me when I got here. And then an evening nightcap one. And then we went yeah. out. <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then, an, and then <laughs> we went out. And then another one. And then, then this one. <clears throat> and then you had the hummus. Yeah. Hummus and french fries. <laughs> that was that was my low point of it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Well, I think my favorite moment of Vegas was just getting to spend time with Jamal, <laughs> Stoney, and Elizabeth because it's just nice to be around those friends that you're, like, really close with and... You don't have to, like, force anything, you know? It's just really nice to be comfortable around friends because, you know, I live in Seattle where I don't really have a lot of good friends. I don't, <laughs> It's going to be awkward if anyone listens, but... Um, well, I mean, we're pretty close, and I mean, no shade to anybody else, but it's kind of hard to fill the Jamal and Stoney void as it is yeah. to fill the Seth void. And there's between Jamal's friends famous. and close friends, too. Like, Acquaintances. Yeah. yeah, and I mean, Ebeth is legendary. Everybody hears about Ebeth, but She's no one a good time. actually gets to meet her or hear her. So look forward to more of her on the show. Yeah, yeah, I want to be a guy now. I want to guess. I want to be a guest star. I want yeah. a guest on the on the Pose recap. Uh oh. <laughs> She's calling dibs. Sorry, Potter and family. Ebeth is calling dibs on our Pose show. <laughs> I'm sort of from New York. <laughs> there you go. That's true. It's not false. But um, but yeah, it's been real fun getting to spend time with Jamal and Stoney again. This is like our our, our once a year meetup together for a while, practically. We did, yeah. When I moved back from LA, I lived with Jamal and Stoney for um like three months or something. Yeah, we had to watch so many Avril Lavigne videos. <laughs> Why am I not surprised? <laughs> Sorry, Queen Avril. But we were also in the in the. <laughs> well, we were also in the, the same city. That's what I know. That's what I meant. I didn't mean you actually. I didn't know you actually lived together. I meant like you were in the same city for. A while. Well, yeah. TFC yeah. fact: um, Seth took over Stony and I's old apartment when he moved back to Indy when we bought our condo. Yeah, we lived together for like a few months, and then they moved into their condo. Yeah. Yeah, the condo, and then um, and I took over, and then we, I mean, obviously still hung out, of course, but we just weren't physically living together anymore. There's lots of histories that we're getting at, so thanks yeah. for being part of it with two listeners. Yeah, for sure. Um, well, I feel like we've covered all of our bases here. We've talked about Lady Gaga. You got a little bit of Las Vegas talk. I think there will be more of that in the future. We might do another podcast talking about that, possibly. Yeah, we're recording this, like, on our last day, like, some. Um, Ebeth has to get to the airport here in a few hours. Stoney and I leave tonight. So we're at the tail end of our trip here. We're going to go to the house of Gaga now. Yeah. Yeah. 
we're going to the house of Gaga. We're going to get pizza. I gotta <laughs> use my nine dollars in the in the slot machines before I leave. She's gotta go play the slots, and we're gonna have a maybe a taste of carbs. Yes. Let's do it. I think Stoney <laughs> will come to the slot machines with me. I can probably convince him. Yeah, I definitely need to get like another 20 out. <laughs> and listeners, look forward to my rant about Spirit Airlines. Oh, um, uh, yeah. There's, you know that's coming. I just don't have the energy right now. Yeah, we're in a good place right now. I'm going to keep it there. Zen City. For sure. All right, you guys. Well, let's get into some hot mints. Let's talk about some trade. Mm. Las Vegas trade. trade. <laughs> trade everywhere you need to talk about the maroon man real fast <laughs> oh yeah i don't really know about the maroon man but we'll let elizabeth take over well i think no. stoney needs to be the one he... okay this will be like yeah let's do like vegas this is just pre-trade pre-trade i like i don't know this man's name i don't know who he is he works in the hotel he works in the hotel but he was wearing a maroon suit he was a beautiful chocolate man very tall very tall and he his said lineup hi was to me. fresh. <laughs> and then you course, walked out. Of course, he said hi to you. <laughs> he had a fresh lineup. No, he was a very, he was a very attractive, tall, slender man. Very nice, very gentlemanly. Also, I was very attracted to Lady Gaga's bass player. There's a new, uh, she has a newer bass player. That wasn't the one that I have been peeping in the past. But her new bass player was like t- fully tatted and shirtless and super hot. Mm, we like ink. Yes. I don't know, Ebeth, did you have any trade besides the Maroon Man? Um, I don't know. I mean, I've seen... No. I've seen some sexy men here. I'm going to... If I have time today, I'm going to go to the high stakes room and find myself a sugar daddy. Wear that nice low cut shirt. Mm. (laughs) Yes. Find a sugar daddy. My milkshake brings all the boys to the casino. <laughs> and they're like, here's my room at the park, money MGM. for the slut. <laughs> Damn right, there's money for the slut. <laughs> this isn't going anywhere. And I'm like, I want money for the slut. <laughs> <laughs> we tried. All right, you guys, let's talk about trade. Trade. Mm. Trade. Oh, trade. Trade. Get your paws up. It doesn't matter if you love him or capital, or capital H I M. Let's get into trade. All right, you guys. Welcome back to trade, the sexiest segment in all of podcast history. Yes, that's right, you guys. We are in Pride Month, so of course we have stepped up our pussies with our trade picks. And I have to say that I'm really excited to talk about all three of these today. So <laughs> which one of you guys would like to start? Um, I think I'll start this time just because um, this trade actually is a resubmission. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> yes. TFC first. As Jamal put together the Rolodex of trades, one of the trade names changed actually. So the trade that this person is or their name is Derek Gordon, um, but they used to be uh, Flash 32 Gordon, I believe. Um, yeah, that's right, because I could not find it. When I went to look for him, it was like, this profile has been deleted. Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah, so I had to resubmit to the Rolodex so that we can keep track of this um, beautiful person. <laughs> Such a good yeah. stalker queen. Um, so if you guys don't remember, he used to play basketball in college. He was like one of the first like college basketball players to come out. That was like a current college basketball player. Um, and then now I think he's like an actor 
um, and he lives maybe like LA or San Francisco or something. Mm. Um, but yeah, so check it out. The Derek Gordon. I like his Fun. goofy smile. Yeah, he's very cute. Yeah, he has a really nice smile. I like that a lot. And I like his shirt that says fruit snack. I don't know. It's just really funny to me. <laughs> yeah. No, but he's very good looking. You will not be disappointed, you guys. We'll give him a 9 out of 10. <laughs> That's <laughs> a very good score. Yeah. Let's talk about Jamal's and see if his can hold up to the Derek Uh-oh. Gordon. Here it comes. This is not a TFC first, but... In the past, I've done two trades that were together separately. Ooh, threesome. Yeah. Um, newsflash, they're no longer together. But what? good Lame. thing my new trade, a couple, Frederick and Adam, based in London, their um, Instagram handle is, I'm pronouncing it like freedom because I think that's cute. F-R-E-D-A-M underscore. Yeah, because their names are Frederick and Adam. I get it. Yeah, if there's a term for that. It's not coming to me right now. They're so creative. Ship. Their ship name? Yeah, something fancy. But they're like a swirl dream, and I'm not fetishizing here or comparing them to Stony and myself, but they're just in a very attractive couple, um, one black male. The other one, I'm not sure. I don't want to misspeak, so he's not black. <laughs> You'll see, listeners. I mean, but they're just let's not assume, but okay. Right, I don't want to assume. You never know. But um, he's cute, though. <laughs> he's very cute. They're both very cute. Uh, they're super cute and sexy together. They're just... It's one of those profiles that I've kind of gotten on in the past. Like, oh, lovey-dovey couples. Is this fake? Um, I think it's real. Like, you can just tell there's chemistry between them and all of their photos. And uh, just as many fun pictures as there are frisky ones. So, yeah. yeah. There's, like... A Costco size cake in this trade <laughs> couple. <laughs> yeah, so um, you know I'm in for that. <laughs> I will also sign up to help you eat this cake. Because <laughs> you I know the Costco the- cake's too big for one person. That's right. Oh man, speaking of, well, I guess not quite as big Costco cake. Well, he, he's got a good one on him. I have for you my trade who is daniel james and he is a well to my as far as i know he is an instagram thought (laughs) oh my god don't really know a lot about him because he's like one of those that doesn't really share his personal life that much okay but what he does share is his big booty and he's often wearing jock straps and he's got tattoos Ooh, that's fun. and piercings and he dyed his hair pink just recently so i'm in <laughs> this is like check 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 yeah i'm into all those things stony doesn't have any tattoos um Yet. i think he's yeah i'm trying to get him to get some sorry but girl i love tattoos i've stony always been to attracted his to his daddy them. tattoo <laughs> <laughs> that will never happen. <laughs> He's going to get some like crossbones on his left or right arm. Yeah, girl. Let's do it. <laughs> no, but um, what I'm getting at is tattoos I think are very sexy. It just kind of adds character. It adds to their personality and add a jock strap and a nice cake. Sounds fun. Yeah, I'm also enjoying this cheetah thong in his le- latest picture. So... <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen that one yet. Ooh, it's nice, girl. Everyone go check it out. Um, His name is Dan, and he's hot, and that's all I got. (laughs) Sorry, you guys. (laughs) 
Listeners, if you comment on any of our trades photos, leave like the signature TFC purple heart so we know you were there. Yeah, girl. I usually try and pick a trade that is more, uh, <laughs> that I feel like more emotionally connected to, but you know, it's Pride Month, so I did just pick like a super hottie. <laughs> Hey, we have our own versions of variety in our trade selections. Yeah. yeah. I guess we got kind of all the colors in this trade, so. Roy G. Biv, bitch. Yes. <laughs> all right, you guys. Well, I hope you have enjoyed our first Pride episode. We're hoping to give you a couple more before All Stars 5 starts, so hopefully we can get through all the Pride. <laughs> It's coming, girl. We're going to have to have a power recording session. Yeah, girl. Next, we will have um, some more Gaga talk. We'll talk to you about our trip into the house of Gaga. And we will talk to you about um, just our Vegas trip in general. And Jamal has a very special segment called Spirit Airlines Can Suck It. Oh, yeah. Get ready, queens. I won't take up too (laughs) much of your time, but you're getting the full tea. Yes, girl. They are getting scooped this well next week on tfc pod so if you like rants <laughs> yeah i'm bringing receipts and invoices yes all will be revealed so make sure you're <laughs> subscribed we have some great off-season content ready for you yeah until next week bye, bye.